Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your leadership mentor and host, Tywana Wilson. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Leadership Tidbits. Please come on in. If you come on in, please share this broadcast out. So I'll give you a minute to come into our virtual learning laboratory share this broadcast out. Let me know, where are you coming in from? So come on in. I would love to welcome you in properly to this episode. So just come on into the studio. So I see I have my sister scientist here in the building, which I'm very excited about. Hi, Lona, how are you? So if you are tuning in, Lona will be our virtual mentor in our episode next week, and she's going to talk about effective collaboration. So make sure that you tune in to our episode next week. We have some awesome mentors lined up, so make sure that you come on in and check it out. So come on in, share it out. I got an awesome message for you today. So I don't have a special mentor in the building today, which is okay. Every now and again, I like to come in and give you all a message, like to come in and share. And so this is that episode. So I have something really, really great for you. You know, I'm all about practical, getting back to those practical tips that you can use to both be successful in both your personal and professional life. So today, while you're coming in, we're going to be talking about ways of being successful. So 10 practical ways to be successful. Are you all ready for this? Are you ready to get in and get some of these juicy nuggets? Thank you, Lona, for sharing. I appreciate it. This is getting ready to be awesome. I love sharing with you all. I love being able to present and talk with you all and give you just those practical tips. So because I know we don't have a lot of time, we're going to jump right into it. All right. So it's all about being successful, right? So 10 practical ways of being successful. And I know that you're successful in your own right. We all are. But sometimes we need to get back to the basics of what exactly does being successful really mean? Because sometimes we get in the hustle and bustle of what somebody else thinks success is or letting somebody else define it for ourselves. And so today we're just going to talk about some practical ways for you to get back centered in being successful. So the first way of being successful is to be persistent. If you've ever uh, read a book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. If you have not read that book, it is an awesome read. Most people think it's about money. It's just about money. It's actually about mindset, but it's an awesome read about uh, mindset. And so he has four steps of being persistent, which I absolutely just love. And so 
his four steps of being persistent is one, having a definite purpose backed by a burning desire to know what you want. You have to have a, a purpose. If not, then your ability to stay persistent is not going to be there. You're going to be ready to give up. You're going to be ready to quit. It's like getting back to your why. And it must be backed by your burning desire to win, right? And so that's when you are persistent, when you have a purpose, when you have a why, and then you stay with it. You also need to have a definite plan that is expressed by continuous action. Action speaks louder than words. So you have to be, you have to have that action, being persistent, have a definite purpose, have a definite plan of action that you are taking repeated steps on each and every day. Have a mind that is tightly closed to all negative influences. People are going to be negative and they are going to want you to quit. So think about this. Think about when you're on a new workout plan, for example. It, why does it always seem like it, as soon as you, you got your eating right, you're going to the gym, you know, two or three times a week, which is up from no times a week. And then you have that friend or that family member to be like, ah, you could miss a day. Ah, you could go out to dinner. Knowing that you're just now in the early stages of having a healthier lifestyle with your eating, with your workout plan. So being persistent includes having a mind that is tightly closed to negative influences, because if you get those negative influences, it's easy for you to just stop. And somebody say, let's go to dinner. And you're like, OK, well, I can fall off of my plan today. The next thing you know, you don't fell off your plan two days, three days. Oh, I don't have to go to the gym today. So having a closed mind to all negative influences. And then the fourth step that Napoleon Hill outlined is an alliance with people who will encourage and mentor you to follow through both your plan and your purpose. Listen, this stuff can be difficult. You need people to help you go on your journey so that you can be persistent, right? So those people that are going to help encourage you, that are going to mentor you. An example that I talked about with the fitness plan, if you are new and establishing that new active, healthy lifestyle, you need people to say, you know what? I know you just started that new fitness routine. How about I go and do some cardio with you today? Or how about I, there's this new restaurant that serves healthier options? Because I know that you are trying to, to live a healthier lifestyle. So being in an alliance with people that will encourage you. So whether that's your health and fitness goals, whether that's your career goals, whether that's your life goals, you need to be around people that will help you get to the next step. So it's hard to really be persistent about your purpose or your dream if it's not really defined for you. So making sure that you are, are with some people, having these four simple steps for being persistent. And that's our first thing of being successful. Because again, success really is a being, you know, do you feel success? Do you feel successful? And that starts with you. 
surrounding yourself with people who will take you to the next level, right? That was that whole being in an alliance, being having people to encourage you and mentor you. And so when I think about surrounding yourself with people who will take you to the next level, I think about this man. So I have this story. So I went to school at Kentucky State University in Frankfort, Kentucky. Kentucky is home of the thoroughbreds, fast horses, and every spring is the Kentucky Derby. So there was this man that entered his mule, right? He entered his mule into the Kentucky Derby. And so everybody's like, what are you doing? Like, dude, why are you putting this mule in the Kentucky Derby? These is all thoroughbreds. I mean, these is world-class fast horses. And he said that he entered his mule, even though they ridiculed him and made fun of him and, and like, uh-uh, you got to get your mule out of here. He said, well, I felt like if I entered him that he would benefit from being associated with all, basically all these winners, right? And so when you think about that, he's like, I'm putting my mule in. He'll benefit from being around all of these great winners, these, these fast horses. And that's how we should think about ourselves, right? When we put ourselves around people that can take us to the next level, they see the great things that we're capable of. They see our great works. They bring us up from where we may or may not thought we could have brought ourselves, right? And so small people, on the other hand, when you think about that, they try to, you know, put limitations on you. Girl, you're trying to lose how many pounds? You're trying to lose 30 pounds? You don't need to lose 30 pounds. You only need like 30? Like you think you can do that? And so surrounding with yourself, yourself with people that's going to bring you up and see the great things in you and, and not those people that will uh, keep you at a lower level. Yeah, Lona's like, yes, you need a great support system. And that's absolutely true. When you're doing this thing called life, it's so much better with friends and especially those friends that are an awesome support system for sure. The second way of being successful is you got to be decisive. <laughs> you got to make a decision. Making a decision or not making a decision is making a decision, right? So some people be like, well, I ain't going to make a decision. Well, you just made one. So successful people, they make decisions quickly and on purpose. So they're like, okay, what needs to be done? We need to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Unsuccessful people, they tend to make decisions a little bit slower. And then they ask people like they want an opinion poll. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And then it's cool to ask people, but not when it gets to the point where you are solely focused on what other people think, right? You know, you're worried about their opinion. And then sometimes if you, you know, things go wrong, then you like, well, you know, it went wrong. You blaming others and, and things of that nature. And so that's the difference between people that are successful and not or people that have successful habits, because being decisive is a successful habit uh, and people that are tend to not be as uh, successful. So when you have a big decision that you need to make. Think about it and make it. Right. Don't sit on it. Don't don't just wait around, you know, so 
because sometimes you may not ever make that decision and then you could miss out on an opportunity while you're sitting and waiting for, you know, okay, is this going to work? Or let me map out X, Y, and Z and one, two, three. And while you're going through all that, somebody else and already got your opportunity and moved on and moved to implementation. Have you ever seen it where you had an idea and somebody else has the exact same idea and you like still like, okay, I'm trying to launch this program and I'm trying to do this in my workplace and you're thinking about it and somebody else has already come along and like put it into play and you're like, well, I could have did that, but you didn't because you were sitting on your decision. You wasn't being decisive. So you must put into practice making your own decision. So don't listen to what people that tell you that you can't do something, you know, make your decision and move on. So that's one of the, the things about being successful is being decisive. And take action. So here's a, a tip. Here's a tip, a tip or a tidbit, as I like to say. Failure to make decisions and act will cause you to miss opportunities. That's facts. So if you if you don't make a decision, you don't act, you could miss an opportunity. So that's kind of some motivation for you to take some action and be more decisive. Being faithful. I am a person of faith and you know you could believe what you want to believe i have what i believe but uh, being faithful you know and faith is a verb it it really is an, an action uh word and so you must act on faith and not on evidence right you can't wait for evidence that everything is safe and ready before you make a move. Because if you do, you may not ever make a move. So have you ever heard the stepping out on faith, taking a chance? You know, like I'm going to step out on faith that things are going to work out. You know, so stepping out and, and not waiting. Sometimes everything that needs to be done in your life might not have already been done. What does that mean? You might not have had an example. So you could be the first person that's doing whatever it is. So that stepping out on faith could be critical for you. And you have to take action before you're ready sometimes. Sometimes you don't always have all of the answers. You know, sometimes you just have to make a decision. Is this a good decision or not? You know, is this opportunity the one I'm supposed to take or not? Is this new role at this company? Should I go or should I stay? I, sometimes you're just going to have to get out there and then you're going to have to to get on get out on faith and then and go with it. And so it made me think about this story. And it's, it's a story about a grandfather and his grandson. And so the grandfather was telling the grandson this story about two wolves. And he told the grandson that you have two wolves within you. One is bad and one is good. And so the grandson looks at his grandfather and like, okay, so which one really does live in me? And the grandfather says, well, it's the one that you feed. 
Think about that. So the grandfather tells the grandson, he's like, it's two wolves. Okay, what do you mean it's two to live inside? He said, it's the one that you feed. So you can either feed your faith or you can feed your fears, but you can't do both, right? So if you feed your faith, you will starve out your fears and your doubts. On the same token, if you feed your fears, you will starve out your faith. Ultimately, the decision is up to you. So on which one you decide to do. So be faithful. That's part of the process is part of the, of the journey. The second, the fourth thing on being successful is being creative. So people think like being creative, what does that have to do with anything? Well, you have to go places that you have not been, meet people you don't know and do things you have not done before. So what does that mean? You have to make investments in growth areas that you haven't grown in yet, right? You have to be creative to find your yes people and yes processes. You must find your own way Take decisive actions each and every day and dream your purpose. You can't be sitting on your purpose. You was given special talents for a special reason. And if you sit on them, then you, you get no more talents. That goes back to the whole faith thing that we just talked about. And so, you know, again, you were, I, I believe in God and you can believe in whoever you want to believe in, but you were created I was created, let me say that. I was created in, in God's image. So therefore I am very creative. So being creative is, is one, two, that you need to, to have to be successful because there are going to be situations that you are in and you go be like, okay, I, I don't, the normal way isn't working. So I need to find a creative solution to get out of this, to make more money, to solve this problem with my team, to implement this program, whatever the case may be, you're going to have to be creative. I mean, think about it. Think about Apple, for example. They were creative. They came up with devices that they at some point figured you was going to need. And now you can't even leave the house without your Apple device. Lona says, great one, feed your faith. You got you to gotta feed it. You have to have that, that hunger. You got to have that hunger for it. So being creative is our fourth way of being successful. Be causative. So Waldorf and Emerson said, cause and effect is the law of laws. Shallow people believe in luck. Strong and wise people believe in cause and effect. So when you think about being causative, you will either live your life as an effect or you will live your life as a cause. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to leave my life as, as a cause. Well, this is what happened to me. So I guess I have to go with the cards, the hand that I was dealt. Okay, so let me figure out how I'm going to overcome this. Just because I came from a disadvantaged background don't mean that that has to be my end. So you can let things happen to you or you can make the difference. 
you will either react or you will respond, right? You are causative in asking people to work with you, asking people to support you, asking people to, you know, your decision in order to invest or create opportunities for yourself, whether you decide to go back to school and get that degree, you know, go and get a certification, like you have the power to make the decision and be causative about what happens in your life. You have to have that willingness to learn new things. Interestingly enough, just this past weekend, one of my sorority sisters, one of my line sisters, she uh, received her doctoral degree, which was super amazing. And one of the things that she talked about, she's a long-term educator. And one of the things that she talked about when she was thanking everybody for coming and she talked about her village and she said, you know, people had counted us out meaning that her and her family, she said, people counted me out. I grew up in, you know, a, a, a low income area. And, you know, there was always a lot of people at our house and, and we didn't have a lot. And so people counted me out and they really didn't think I was going to be anything. They didn't think I was going to be nothing. And if you've ever heard that, I know that's not really like proper English, but if somebody has ever told you, if you've ever heard like you ain't going to be nothing, that sticks with you. Like it's something about what somebody tell you, like, you know, like you ain't going to be nothing because of where you grew up, your background, things that happened in your life, you know, you use that as fuel. And she used that as, as fuel to not only go off to college and, you know, get a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And she ended up getting her uh, doctoral degree. So she's out here working with our babies in the school system. And just like she told us, she tells them all the time, like, you need to be, she don't say causative, but pretty much that's, you know, what she's saying. It, it doesn't matter how you start, but how you finish. And so you got to be causative in your own life. So Booker T. Washington has this. A uh, quote that I liked, and so I decided to add that in here. The circumstances that surround a man's life are not important. How that man responds to those circumstances is important. His response is the ultimate determining factor between success and failure. So just like I told you with the story of my sorority sister, it, it wasn't the circumstances that she was brought up into that she let be the determining factor for her life. The sixth way of being a success is being a visionary, right? So there's uh, in Proverbs, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And so thinking about that, I, you know, I used to, when I think about that, I think about, okay, the people perish, that, that mean they die, right? And so, you know, really it's actually worse than that. It's actually worse than dying. It means that you will live lost. And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna go around and, and live the rest of my life lost, just lost. 
And so that that happens. That happens sometimes where, you know, you, you perish. And so that means a leader is one who sees more than others see, who sees farther, farther, excuse me, than others see and who sees before others do. So the whole law of navigation, being able to chart a course, being able to steer a ship, being a visionary. So be a visionary in your own life, chart your own course. That's part of being a success, of being able to see where you're going, being able to map out your next steps. Your vision is the prophecy of what you will one day create. So you got to see it. You got to see where you're going. You got to have a vision for your life. Your vision may not see be seen by everybody. They may not see it. You know, sometimes you've had these big goals, big dreams. You got a big plan, big vision, and other people may not see it. And that's why you got to have that faith that we talked about. In the faith in your decision and in your vision, because other people won't see it. And it may sound like far off, like you're like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to pack. I'm going to impact one million lives. They like, hey, girl, how you going to do that? Like they don't see it like you see it. Like you're going to be you're going to be a millionaire. Like, listen, you ain't even a thousandaire right now. So how are you going to be a millionaire? Like other people don't see your vision or may not see your vision. And so that's why it's important for you to have that faith and be able to make those decisions and be decisive. The second or seventh way of being successful is to be disciplined. That's huge. <laughs> How many times do you like, okay, uh, uh, tomorrow, next week? Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll map out my business plan next week. Uh, I'll think about filling out that application next month. You know, being disciplined. Discipline is being able to give yourself a command and then follow through on it. How many of you out there are disciplined? So when you think about what you want to do, where you want to go, and you like, listen, I'm disciplined. It don't matter what it is. I'm, I'm going to stay to it. So if we go back to that whole health and fitness example, like, and it's like your coach or your trainer says, okay, I'm going to need you to change up your eating. And for the next two weeks, I need you to eat only vegetables and fruit and water how many of you are going to stay with it and be disciplined right <laughs> so that discipline that discipline gives you the focus of of sustained thought so that you can be creative when seeking out opportunities is absolutely required for you to fail forward and gain the experience necessary so for you to you try it, you know, you in day one, day two of the plan and you fell off, we'll start all over. And I've done a, a teaching or talked about this before uh, reading Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and reading that chapter on persistence. So I was in a course and that was what one of the instructors uh, 
gave us an assignment to do is read that chapter every day for 14 days straight. And if you miss the day, you had to start all over. And so what it taught me is really about discipline, about really staying the course. I have something that I need to do every day. And can I get to the finish line? And if you can't get to the finish line, why not? What's stopping you from getting to the the finish line? So in that example of reading that chapter every single day for 14 days straight, if you are unable to do that, why are you starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping? Like, what is it that's causing you to do that? You know, so you have to think about that in your life, you know, in areas that you may need to be more disciplined. And that could be in your health and nutrition. That could be in your finances. That could be in your accountability. That could be in your relationships. Like in what area do you need to be more disciplined? So if you are are here live with us, drop it in the chat, wherever you are listening in or watching from. If you're over on LinkedIn or YouTube or Facebook, why don't you let us know where you are, are watching and then, you know, in what areas do you probably need to be more disciplined? And so the law of consistency, motivation will get you going. You know, that, that we like, listen, I'm, I'm doing this. I, I'm starting. I'm getting on my plan. Like that'll get you, that'll get you going. But only discipline will get you growing. Did y'all catch that? Discipline is what keeps you growing, keeps you going and keeps you uh, motivated past that initial, this is new. So which one of these, if you have been listening in so far, which one of these have like, yeah, like I got them all. I got all of them or like, yeah, I need to in some areas of being success, do I need to to work on it? So Lona said, yes, I'm working on building these habits. Look, these are successful. These are habits of successful people. So, so far we've talked about being persistent being decisive, being faithful, being creative, being causative, being a visionary and being disciplined. Yeah. So I got a few more nuggets for you to add to your list to see, okay, am I being successful in these habits and in these areas of my life? And this one, This is a big one. You got to be willing. (laughs) I know. I know it sounds like, what are you talking about, Coach T? Listen, you got to be willing. So to be successful in any undertaking, you must be able to answer two questions. The first one is, am I able? Do you have the potential or the capability? Are you able to do the job? Right. Are you able to do the job? With that second one, am I willing? Do I have the right attitude? 
So, you know, sometimes when people, you know, think about different jobs and they think about, oh, I'm, I'll never do this kind of job. I wouldn't be a, a janitor. I wouldn't work fast food. I wouldn't do this, wouldn't do that. I One, never say what you won't do because <laughs> you just never know. But, you know, being able, if you think about being uh, a janitor, you know, and if you're physically capable of, of being able to do that job, am I able? Yeah, you had the potential to do it and you are, you know, physically capable of doing it, but am I willing to do it, right? So that's where the attitude starts to come into play. And so think about that in various areas of your life, being willing, you know, am I willing to do the things that are necessary that take myself to a higher level? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. A lot of people say that they want more responsibility, right? They want, I want more responsibility. I want to go to a higher level. I want to be in management. You know, they want to do more. I, I want to make more money. You know, I want to impact more people. Like you want to do more and go to a higher level. However, when the time comes to make a decision, you usually run and hide. And then your willingness is put to the test. They ask for the opinions of others and then they, they don't even step up to the place. So then they don't have that attitude. So really, are you really willing? So are you willing to do what it takes to get to the next level, to impact more people, to make more money, to have more titles, to have more degrees or whatever it is that you are striving to do? James Allen states, as a man thinketh, most people want to improve their circumstances, yet are unwilling to do the necessary things to achieve them. And ultimately, they remain bound for their entire life. So sometimes you got to give up in order to go up. You're like, okay, I want a, a better job so that I can make more money and feed my family and have the lifestyle that I want, but you're not willing to put in the longer hours. You're not willing to go back and get the degree that's needed. You're not willing to invest in coaching and mentoring, but you want some of these things. So, you know, what are you willing to give up in order to go up to that next level? Something you gotta think about. Being open-minded, that is our next way of being successful. Being open-minded. Listen, most people say they're open-minded, but here's the truth. They're really not. <laughs> they like, I'm, I got an open mind. I'm, I'm open-minded, but really sometimes when the rubber hit the road, they not as open-minded as they think. You know, most people say that, but what they really are, instead of being open-minded, is that they are tolerant. So they're not really open-minded to new ideas or new ways of doing things. They are, they are tolerant. So if you've ever heard that line, you know, this is the way we've always done things, you know, but I'll see how things go. I'll see how the new idea go, the new process go. You're not open. You're not really open. 
you you tolerant because that seems to be the way that the decision is going to go, but you're not really open about a new process. You didn't tried it before. This is the way things always been, you know. So when people are not open minded, you know, they like they they skeptics. They are skeptical, and they are willing to they're willing to listen, but they not really being open-minded so just so that you just so that you know in case you have some people in your circle that you think are like okay yeah this is a new idea everybody's open-minded they on board okay are they really open-minded or they just being tolerant of the idea and maybe they could be tolerant of whoever is bringing the idea just saying open-mindedness is when we are open to listening to a new idea or a new way of doing things. And then we challenge our old beliefs to see if we were living from the highest order of truth. So it's better to listen than challenge what we think we know. So that's pretty deep. Just saying, so open-minded, that's one of the habits of successful people and being successful. So, you know, here's the thing I can, you know, I mentor, I coach, I train, and I can't count the times people have asked me for advice or asked me, you know, for counsel, coach T, what would you think about this? You know, and I, I give them my thoughts, you know, if they really want it, I give them my thoughts, but then they never even experiment with the idea. So they really wasn't open-minded and they really didn't want to hear what I said when they wasn't going to implement or, or do what I suggested anyway, right? They never exper- experimented with the idea simply because it doesn't match their own model or their own belief or their way of thinking or their behavior. So I assume that when people ask me, you know, these things, especially in areas that I might have had success in, I figure they just asking me, you know, you know, they get the advice, they go on about their way and they kind of do the same thing that they've been doing. So, you know, maybe they they not necessarily being open minded. Maybe they're just not ready for the change. But being open minded is our ninth way of being successful. Are you all enjoying this so far? If you are, drop it in the chat. This is one of those teachings that I really enjoy because sometimes you got to get back to the basics. You got to get back to your own habits, your own success habits or things that you may have some opportunities for growth. And like, you know what? In that area of my life, I'm not really as open-minded as I thought, you know, or I'm not really as disciplined as I need to be in this area of my life, if I want to have the success and that success being what I've defined for myself. Y'all ready for the last way of being successful? I hope y'all are. This is a good one. Y'all ready? The 10th way of being successful is to be a continual learner that listen you got to keep learning 
The greatest obstacle to discovery isn't ignorance or the lack of intelligence. It's the illusion of knowledge, meaning that you felt like you've learned all you need to learn. Like I've done it all. I've been there. There's nothing else for me to learn. That's when the illusion comes into place where you're like, there's nothing else. Like I, I can't learn anything else. I've I learned it all. <laughs> I got 5,000 degrees and 5,000 certifications. There's nothing else for me to learn. So here's the thing. Studies show, believe it or not, that on average, most people do not subscribe to continuous learning. So outside of a formal education or degree, that most people may not take another course. They may not take another, participate in a, a boot camp or a master class or something like that unless it's connected with their degree or their certification. So if you were taking like project management, you know, and you need it for your job or Lean Six Sigma, outside of that formal education, some people would, well, that's it. Like I got my degree, I got my PhD, I'm, I'm done. And so how many times have you seen people achieve a certain level of education and then they get comfortable, right? And they get relaxed about learning something new. And what I would say is during this pandemic, if, if nothing else, if you are here today and have lived through this pandemic, listen, you know that you have to be a continual learner. Some businesses have had to change their whole total blueprint due to this this natural uh, or national global pandemic and so you know being open to learning new things and getting uncomfortable is is huge subscribing to lifelong learner everybody can learn something it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter if you are two which is my daughter's age, or if you're 72 or 92, there is something that can be learned at any of those ages, at any stage of our lives. Because let's face it, we don't know it all. We don't, there's so much stuff. I'm listening to an audio series right now and I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. And some of the information I heard before, but I think it was because of the way that this particular uh, presenter presented it. I'm like, you know what? They're like, this is this is good information. I'm learning something different, and I didn't think about it that way. So you know, I'm all about leadership. I'm all about you know being your best self. And to progress as a leader is to transition from being a person of answers to being a person of lessons. Right. So, you know, making sure that we are always learning, always growing, always putting ourselves in situations where we can be better. And I love this. Lona says, I really believe in building success habits. We can get there if we develop success habits. Absolutely. It's important. It is important. You don't, you may not think about it, but it, it really is important.
So I love this quote by Benjamin Franklin. It's an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. I absolutely love that. And it's one of the ones. So I, I say quotes every single day. And some of them I say over and over and over. And this is one that I, I really like because when you invest in knowledge, it's like the law of process. And, and this is one that I, I like to teach on is it's an, it's like investing in the stock market, right? You know, the, the first thing is you have to invest, right? You can't just be, you know, standing by the sideline and waiting to see if your stock, the stock that you're thinking about investing in is going to do anything or not. But you have to actually invest. And, and when you do, you watch that stock grow and it again, it's long-term game, right? So you watch it grow and it grows and it goes from $5 a share to $15 a share. And it could be $100 a share. So if you had got in early on Shopify, you, you would have been able to see that, that big difference. But, you know, when you invest in it and you think about the stock market, think about investing in yourself like that, right? You add a little bit in. You know, you grow a little bit, you add some nuggets of wisdom here and some nuggets of wisdom there. And over time, you have learned so much. You have grown a lot. And it's the only thing that you have that keeps growing and growing and nobody can take it away from you. No pandemic, no employer, you know, no role or position that you was in. Nobody can take that away from you if you invest in yourself. And so it, it reminds me of this story that I like to tell about Ann Scheibler. She lived until she was over 100 years old, right? She, listen, that's a blessing. <laughs> I'm praying to, to be able to live that long. But she worked for the IRS and she, you know, retired. When she retired, she was only making, I think, like $3,000 a year, right? So she was making $3,000 a year. And what she was doing is she was investing, putting her nickels away. And so she retired off of a, a $5,000 portfolio, meaning what she had invested over time, invested, invested, invested. And over that time, when she was was ready, she ended up her estate was worth over like two million dollars putting her nickels away. Put a little nickel here, little nickel there, investing in her, you know, as you would say today, the 40 your 401k or 403b. You know, she was putting in her five dollars or 20, 25 cent here and there, and over time. She had all of that money that she, uh, you know, it, it was left to a college of, of her choice that was able to benefit off of her investing. And so if we think about that and think about ourselves and pouring into ourselves and investing in ourselves and do it day after day after day, a little bit here, a little bit there. And you're already starting with the investment you showed up today. So you showed up today, you got these 10 ways of being successful, these 10 habits. And think about it. So you got this today that was maybe, you know, an hour of your time. Okay, tomorrow, what do you do? Maybe you listen to a podcast. 
you know, a, a, a different podcast. What do you do on the next day? Maybe you listen to an audio book. So, you know, investing in yourself day after day after day will give you something that nobody can take it away from you. Because it reminds me, so, you know, a lot of times, and I ask this question when I interview people, you know, if all things are equal, meaning that you have the same education, so we both got a master's degree, same certification, we both certified as a, I'm a medical laboratory scientist by background, so we both certified at the MLS level, okay? We both have 18 years of, it, of experience in the bench, okay? We both have, you know, over 10 years, 12 years of management experience. So all these things are equal. What makes us like, why me versus this person, right? Because all people that got a master's degree, same years of experience, same certification are not the same. So when you think about that, well, I subscribe to lifelong learning. I am constantly going to conferences, reading audio books, listening to trainings, going to trainings. You know, what are you doing to up level yourself from the competition, uh, especially if you're going for a job that is different when everything else, the stuff on paper is the same? So being able to answer that question, and it goes back to the, you know, continuous learning, subscribing to lifelong learning. So, of course, you can connect with me on whatever channel that you are watching or listening to this uh, particular podcast on, whether it's on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, Taiwana Wilson, if you're on any of the other social media channels, you can connect with me at Coach T. Wilson. As Coach T.E.E. -E. Wilson, I will recap those juicy nuggets that I gave you today so that you can think about it and write it down so that you are able to know, you know, in what areas you need to show up and be more successful in. And so our first one was be persistent. The second is be decisive. Make a decision. If you don't make one, you're still making a decision. So you might as well go ahead and, and make one that's going to move you forward. Three, being faithful. Four, being creative. Five, being causative. Six, being a visionary. Seven, being disciplined. Being disciplined will take you far. You need that to carry out your vision. Eight, be willing. Attitude is everything. I know I was listening to a podcast and, and the person said, you know, would you take a person that has great skills or and a bad attitude or a good attitude and maybe their skills was bad? I'm taking the attitude because I can train you on skills. I need a good attitude. I need somebody that's willing. Nine is be open-minded and 10 is being a continual learner. Hope you have an awesome week. And until next time, my friends, have an awesome evening. 
Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly. Oh, 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 o